0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we build up to another big night in Europe It's Dundee United's turn as they welcome AZ Alkmaar to a sold out Tanadice Rangers still getting over Tuesday's disappointment But Ridvan Yilmaz says he wants to win as many trophies as possible at Ibrox And Paul Lambert is the latest name to be linked with the vacant job at Motherwell I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson Yeah Rangers 48 hours on From a disappointing result in the Champions League qualifier But they must put it behind them Because only in 48 hours time They go to Ibrox for a home game against Kilmarnock And you're right Gordon The big one though tonight My old club Dundee United Packed out Tannadice Their first European tie in 10 years I think they have enough To get a positive result tonight yeah, um, delighted to hear, and it's a while since we've heard that, that a packed out Tannadice, Gordon. I thought the crowds last weekend were excellent. Um, before that, Fur Park, uh, for Motherwell, over 7,000 Sligo. So if if the teams can give the entertainment and give the excitement, the fans are prepared to come out and back them. That's great news up at Tannadice, and I hope they get a positive result. Obviously, we're still on the back of Rangers' disappointing game on Tuesday, but as Matt rightly said, got to put that behind you, got to start concentrating what's ahead. That's Saturday, that's the league's fixtures and a lot of good fixtures coming up. 0141-951-1025, the floor is yours. What's on your mind tonight, Rangers fans? Are you calming down after Tuesday? Or, I don't know, maybe another day's made you even more frustrated. At the performance But last night it was still a bit raw How are you feeling now? What has to change going into the weekend And of course into next midweek Maybe with the passage of time You're feeling a bit more confident About overturning that 2-0 deficit If you have any leftover thoughts I know last night was very busy on the phones And maybe you couldn't get through To air your opinions on the game So the floor is yours 01419511025 How can Rangers bounce back from that one Celtic fans again It's been a sort of Quiet day if you like There's no Breaking transfer news In or out You're waiting patiently For your European campaign To kick off In the Champions League Group stages So why not Take the chance to just Let us know where you're at It's Ross County away uh, This weekend 01419511025 We do have done The United In European action We'll go to Tanadice very soon And the vacancy At Motherwell Rumbles on So that's just some food for thought You may want to come up with something entirely different And that's totally up to you 0141 951 1025 But pick up the phone nice and early Get your call in And we will get you on the line I just feel like it's kind of hard to concentrate Why? What is that? Mm. What is that that you've brought into the studio? I feel like you're doing it deliberately to bait Mark Wilson and I I that I must admit I can't stop concentrating that, on that as well That for anyone He's basically come into the studio tonight with something bag. in a No it's a bin bag Yeah a You've bin got bag. something in a bin bag And I just don't know why I don't know why You won't tell us what it is I don't think it's any of your business to be Well when you see a man of your age Walking about <laughs> with a bin bag Bringing it to his work <laughs> It's suspicious <laughs> And by the way let me tell you Garden with his life You're guarding it with your life What is in it? There's nothing to do with you What's in that bin bag Why would it be on the desk? 
Because it's in safe hands We will wear him down By the end of this I bet it's By the way It's something Boring No doubt But I just It's the curiosity I can't, I can't understand In a me. terrific programme The excitement we've got tonight Used two guys For the last 20 minutes Of just Well it's your fault You've and, done it and deliberately a bit Come on boys right, okay. We can set this, this, The fair bar enough, a bit fair higher Fair enough Okay Football at Izzo 1419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB um, the, the callers will decide That's the way this show works But if you like The fallout from, from Rangers Defeat the other night Mark is still very much in the air uh, You would have to say so I, I listened to the show last night And I listened to some of the callers Some of the words to describe the performance I think there was that one caller called Disgusting yeah, Disgusting was yeah. the highlight of the night I think that was yeah. the strongest word we heard <laughs> And that is strong the Rangers fans are right because when you see the the draw that Rangers got um, against Union, a, a team that's not been in Europe for was it fifty odd years they hadn't been in Europe for. Um, now I said the other night that these games have always got danger in them, and if you finish second in in that league, then you must be all right. But still, like, Rangers had enough in that squad to take care of them uh, on the evening, and the players just didn't turn up. I think that's what. Frustrated the Rangers fans And still will Until probably next week's return leg That they've got the quality there They've come off the back of a great European run And then they start the season in this fashion Where they went away to Livingston And although they got the result And they were better second half They started slow Then they go into this Champions League qualifier Again off the back of the highs of last season's run And it was just all over the place Um the manager made certain decisions to play certain players that I disagreed with on the night. Daz agreed with, and oh, the players. God, he's trying to throw oh. you under the bus. Oh. Well, it's it's ten me, past six. Me and Gio. He's gone for <laughs> Let me tell you me and, and Gio's getting work. tight tonight. The, the one positive is the Ibrox is there. The return leg it played such a big part last season, and I'm sure the Rangers fans will go along and make it the same atmosphere as we saw last year. Yeah, I mean we were on air on Tuesday. Gone. Mm. The Rangers fans were. Fairly confident You two were yes, fa- I was, Fairly yeah. confident I'm sure the players were as well mm. So Two days on There is a, a Very different Feeling about it all Yeah I just think It was uh, the feeling Of disappointment um, Not just coming From the supporters But I thought the manager Was very honest When when he came out And said look You know We're quite happy To go away with two Because it could have been more I know Mark's talking about A certain position The goalkeeping position uh, but the lad made a very, very good save It probably kept Rangers in this tie Because at 3-0 I think that would have been a massive hurdle to go over They're at Ibrox, Gordon I don't think they can play as bad as that um, It just it wasn't it wasn't their night And all credit must go to the home side I was very surprised I like Mark and like a lot of people Didn't know a lot about them uh, But looked very well organised uh, Looked dangerous uh, Caused Rangers problems but I'm sure that in front of 50,000 that Rangers uh, fans, players, management staff will be looking for a lot better because if they don't and they don't raise the pace of the game as well then they could find themselves in trouble but they've got to go over the hurdle on Saturday against Kilmarnock at home it's a good one to bounce back from too and you're looking forward to you know hopefully next Tuesday them overturning that result Let's go then 01419511025 Allens and Falkirk we're now in day two of the the uh, post mortem, if you like, Alan, how do you feel about it all? Uh, as the panel says, Gio Van, Van Bronckhurst has come at the club. Uh, I think his tactics has been great. His substitutions has been great. Uh, no complaints. I thought on Tuesday night 
it was all wrong. I don't know why. Uh, if that had been a game we were playing for three points in the Europa League or the Champions League, I don't think he would have put that team out like that. I thought he was too cautious. But my other point was... Uh, <clears throat> Let's deal with that first though Because I think that's a nice You've summed things up quite nicely We'll let you back in Absolutely no problem What do you make of that Gordon? It was all wrong mm. Says Alan And we got a lot of that last night You know Was the goalkeeper wrong? Was yeah. the midfield too safe? Was it too cautious? Was the front line right? But I don't You you didn't have too many complaints When you saw the team Announced did you? No um, I wasn't expecting The sort of performance It's okay after it Gordon You look at that team On Tuesday night and it's blessed with talent. Um, yeah, you can argue the goalkeeping situation. Of course you can. It's down to personal choice. Um, but you look at the back line. Um, Davis wasn't ready. I think he'd have come in instead of Sands. Um, you look at guys coming back from the weekend that was on the bench, like Ryan Jack, for instance. Ryan Jack's an outstanding football player. He's Scotland international and finished the season on a high. He comes back into the middle of the park. Uh, yes, you were missing uh, key players up top like Ryan Kent. Of course you do. But Matondo that, that everybody was talking about has had a terrific pre-season. Everybody, I think, was happy that he was on the team sheet as well. You still had your Lundstroms in there. You still had your Taverniers, the captain. So it was a strong enough side. Um, you can you can argue substitutions. If you're 2-0 down, you're chasing a game... The big argument, probably for a lot of people because of the weekend, was Arfield is a positive um, substitution. He's a guy that can go beyond. He's a guy that can give you a wee bit something different. But I think Van Bronckhorst just looked at it on the right and thought, do you know what? We'll lick our wounds here, 2-0. Let's get out of here. Let's prepare for next week and hopefully they can overturn it. It was a bad night and you can't dress it up any other way. Rangers were poor all over the pitch. I think they need, to, they need to sort the back line uh, First and foremost Now that obviously starts with the goalkeeper I thought Alan McGregor would still be The number one for the start of the season I was I was proved wrong Van Bronckhurst obviously went for McGottin I said before the game the other night That the goal at Livy I thought he I agreed with the caller Thought he was maybe a wee bit no man's land The first goal on, thir- uh, on Tuesday should I say I thought he dived with it Stretching his arms out Would McGregor say that I don't know But all I know is McGregor Has pulled off incredible saves Over a long period of time In European football But Sands In the back line for me I said on Tuesday That He's a versatile player But he's certainly not a centre half Now I know John Souter Wasn't in the squad And he had a bit of a nightmare Last week You've got Ben Davies there How unfit could he be? You know to be on the bench and, and making a peanut how how well, James Hans has played there in pre season though and Yeah, but is he a centre half? Is he gonna play centre half? These remember these games I mean, aren't guess John Sutter wasn't there either, so you So d- is, is James Sands the, the, the second after John Sutter? No, I wouldn't time, say so. Davis will be you would imagine. But remember these games are make or break, whether we like it or not, at the start of the season and Celtic suffered it for years. The the qualifying games in the Champions League are huge. You, that that's why the transfer business getting done so early is so important to get your team up and running for this point. And I find Rangers uh, at this moment in time are chopping and changing too many. Um, Alan, what else did you take away? I know you had other points to make. Uh, well, we've obviously got two ex-professional players in the panel, and everybody's entitled to their opinion. This is what this show is about. Uh, I think Mark Haley's comments are very ridiculous, to put it politely. Uh, uh, Kolak has played two 
games for Rangers and he's slaughtering them now. If we all remember back, the first year of Mark Cately's career, who went on to become a very good player, he got slaughtered for Rangers fans. They wanted him out of the team, they wanted him away. So I think he's got to, he's a bit over the top with the, his, his, his words on Kolak. Yeah, I mean, the scattergun comes out to an extent, doesn't it? Just depends whether, you know, how measured the criticism is. Every player's up there to, to almost, you know, be criticised. Pe- I don't know, Mark Haley's not here to speak mm. for himself, but in, in general, are people jumping the gun on Cholak? Uh, listen, it's just the nature of the beast. That's the way we go about things here, Gordon. We call it as we see it, game doesn't, by doesn't game. Doesn't make it right, though, does it? No, I'm not saying it makes it right. You, Alan can go back to the great Alan McCoy. I was at Ibrox when Alan McCoy's came in, and the Rangers fans booed him, hated him, didn't want him there. Look at the success Alan McCoy's has uh, had at Rangers. Um, you know the the goal scoring. I'm not saying Cholak's going to be anywhere near a McCoy's, but yeah, I think we do judge players. Uh, very quickly um, But that's just the way we are in this country I think particularly when players Ex-players are still emotionally Really emotionally attached to the club I, I think they sometimes come away with comments that They'll probably reflect on And just say oh, I wish I didn't say that Like when you thought Nadir Chichi was going to be mm. a success at yeah. Celtic Is yeah. that what you mean by that? No, no when, when he was going to score a goal at St Johnston <laughs> That was his biggest downfall <laughs> But the, prob- the problem is gone Every every pundit Every supporter of clubs when you see new signings come mm. in you watch them for a couple of games and you'll go oh I don't fancy him or oh he's got to be brilliant and all of a sudden it can go either way I think you've got the boy needs a goal right I keep saying it and I've said it in this programme every time I'm on especially on a Saturday see when you come into clubs like i.e. Rangers and Celtic or maybe any club the first things a centre forward you need is get your first goal that gives you so much confidence and all of a sudden it takes lifts that pressure off you because you, st- you start to go through games and you're thinking, right, that's two games I've not scored, three games I've not scored. You need that initial goal to get your mm. career running. Well, what did you make of him then, Alan? Have you got a defence of Cholak that you want to launch? Let's hear it. Uh, well, going back to the Livingston game, I thought his movement's good, but... Uh, even in the Livings game, game when we came back and won it, and the other night, there's not much balls getting played into him. There was one the other night he should have lightly scored. I don't think he maybe thought the defender was going to get it, and he kind of fluffed it. But the other night, we had no, nobody on the left-hand side whatsoever, and as Gordon says, Matando didn't play particularly well, so it was quite hard for him the other night. Yeah. I, I think with strikers, they, they obviously rely on service, and Alan's, Alan touched on it. You're probably perfectly there Probably Cholak Needs balls into the box To go and attack Now If we Go back to last year Remember Jackie Marcus First few games You know People writing him off And you know We're saying it probably He's probably not used to the way That, that Celtic played Now Once the players get a feel for him And seen what he could do You've seen him scoring Goal after goal after goal Now Cholak just might be the same Once this Rangers squad Get used to the way he plays mm. He'll get chances And it's about him Putting the ball in the net Time will tell As they say Thank you very much Alan let's bring in Andy Who's also a Rangers fan How would you sum up Your feelings today Andy? Um, still kind of hurting For the other night there Rangers were poor um, They were lucky to get out there To be 2-0 They really were they, I mean the penalty Wasn't a penalty Everybody seems to agree On that one But even with even dismissing the penalties, we were lucky to get there between us. And so I think we still got a chance to go through. 
I mean, this is the first time this team's been in the league, in the Europa League or whatever it is, the Champions League. So, is it 50 year or something like that? Mm-hmm. So I think I think we 50 odd thousand Ibrox uh, on Tuesday night. I think we will overturn it, but um, I'm, I'm, there's a lot of new players in that, that team the other night, um, and I'm not going to blame any new players because it's, it's too early. And for Matt Hartley, Matt Hartley was a hero. Right? I've met him a few times. He's a hero for Rangers and that, but for him to come out and say that, uh, that the new guys are a waste of space or whatever he said is is a bit premature. The guy's got to be given time, you know what I mean? And I think I think you look. I, I don't know. I quite like the look of him. Um, what we did in this spot is Kent doing the side and we're missing Morelos we're totally missing Morelos and the rumours are he's going to be back maybe a bit part uh, against Kilmarnock mm-hmm. at the weekend and then hopefully next week when, when we play in Europe again because he's the top goal scorer in Europe for the Rangers mm-hmm. um, and I think I honestly think Morelos will make a big difference kind of thing you know yeah. Um so I, I really think we'll go through. I do, the next round, but we need to play a lot better because we're either going to play as PSV or Monaco. Yep. And that, that's a step up. And we've beat better teams than that. I mean, we put Borussia Dortmund out last year and other teams. So I think if they play a potential, um, I think I think we'll go through. Um, and I, I just... I think it's too 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 soon to start judging the new players coming in. So it's not damaged your confidence too much. You think ultimately, Andy, when all is said and done, Rangers will join Celtic in the the group stages. Well, I, I would love to say I am definitely hundred percent saying that. I think we'll go through this round. Okay. But if we play what we done another night against any other teams, if we, even if it's one leg and we play good at Ibrox or whatever. If I was PSV or Monaco the other night we were playing, they would have absolutely mollicated us because that that team we played is I'm not I'm not like a bit disrespectful, but it's nothing more than a glorified pub team to be honest with you. Sounds a little bit disrespectful. <laughs> in all honesty, you can't just Some say I don't want, I don't want to be disrespectful yeah. and then call them a pub team, Andy. Scathing. I mean, Rangers have beaten better and bigger teams than that. I mean, they played they played in Borussia Dortmund. They played. All the teams last year um, in the Europa League got our way to the final. One kick of the ball and we lost the final kind of thing, you know. Yeah, but hold on a second, right? So last night we were getting you know people tweeting or phoning saying, I hope Rangers didn't underestimate this team. Maybe Rangers underestimated them. And I'm not saying that's true. But, but you've then you've called them a glorified pub team. I hope the Rangers players didn't think that because that means that they did underestimate them. Well, I'll, I'll be really honest with you. I'm a Rangers and I've phoned this show hundreds of times and I've been on loads of times, right? I, I honestly believe they did underestimate the team, right? I really do. And I, I'm not so much jail, but I think the players maybe went on in the mindset as uh, six six weeks ago we were at a Euro, Europa League final. Um, we'll just go here and just do our business. Kind right, of but hold on, right? Let, let, let me. I'm not sure I'm following this. If they are a glorified pub team, and but Rangers underestimated them, what on earth did Rangers think of them? Did they think even worse than that? Well, I don't think Gio did or the club did, but I think some of the players maybe did on the field. I really did. I, I mean, I, just, I mean, honestly, I mean, I, I, I sat and watched it, and I couldn't believe what I was watching. I mean, six weeks ago, whatever it was, in that Europa League final, we played Frankfurt off the pitch. Not in the first half, the second half, we should have won that game. I mean, apart from Golden should have knocked that ball in and goes head, right? And we would have won that Europa League final, right? And then Aaron Ramsey came up and. Well, that's history, anyway. But hold on, Andy, just quickly because we're late for the travel, and not we don't have time for too many 
ifs and buts about the Europa League final. Are they a glorified pub team, Mark Wilson? Before we move on, <laughs> I think I'll answer. No, no, certainly not. I mean, I said it. I mean, Rangers should beat them. They should beat them. Finish second in that league with the teams in that league comparable, maybe to your league. Then they're a decent side, and and they showed that and uh, Tuesday night they're a decent side. And Rangers have got to be careful, mm. Ibrox, because they will cause some problems. Tell you what. Looking at these two, Andy, I think they know a thing or two about pubs anyway. So you've got the right topic for this evening. 01419511025. We'll take more of your calls next. Let's hear from you. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. 01419511025. And we are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB if you want to get your thoughts in. Whether it is the Rangers game the other night Maybe with a bit more of a forward look to things How does the bounce back process look at the weekend Has it made you think about the team a bit more Guys that you want to see in Guys you want to see left out And of course can it be overturned Next week really looking forward to turning our attentions To Dundee United against AZ Alkmaar It's not uh, until 8 o'clock that game kicks off uh, So there's plenty of time for us to do that So please pick up the phone right now and let us know what's on your mind 01419511025 Are you going to tell us what's in your bin bag yet? I can see Mark Wilson's eyes bumming Do you know, do you know something? Uh, even at the interval there he's the interval? Where are we <laughs> at the theatre all of a sudden? Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> having an interval Okay It's, it's just the way look, The way you're protecting it It's right in front of you uh, It's precious you, you won't even put it in a seat next to you Do you know what's annoying me? Because I shouldn't really I probably shouldn't have mentioned it Because inevitably it's going to be A letdown, isn't it? It's an anti-climax no problem. Why would you stupid. not leave it in the car? What are you bringing it in for? Oh, it's, that's precious, mate uh, You can't <sighs> leave that in your car uh, uh, There's millions of people who'd like that That's precious Why do you keep saying precious? <laughs> he's like, excited okay. he's Lord of the Rings over there <laughs> <laughs> Gollum <laughs> Let's hear a bit from Rangers new signing Ridvan Yilmaz Pick up the phone Let us know your thoughts He wants to win as many trophies as possible At Ibrooks before moving on To a different club The Turkish international Also says the club can reach the group stages After that 2-0 deficit and he claims he can learn a lot from Giovanni van Bronckhorst who of course was also a very good fullback. Uh, first of all, my dream or what I want to do right now is the, to move Rangers to the Champions League and also to finish the league in a good position and to win more cups and to contribute to the Rangers club and also uh, I would like to uh, go to bigger clubs. I believe that it's quite an important match both for fans and for the for the club. And I think that we have the I think we have the ability, we have the capability to join the Champions League, uh, and I think that that will be the the result. Uh, it's quite important for me that that Giovanni uh, is, you know, is played a left back. I think that I'm going to learn quite a lot. Before I came here, we talked about uh, what I was good at and what are the things that I could improve. I think that I'm going to learn uh, quite a lot from him. Well, we give it the benefit of the doubt. I, I don't know if he's used his first... Press conference mm. to say yeah. I want to go and play For bigger clubs Sometimes these things Are very subtly different With the <laughs> translation I don't know if we, well, well, If the theme of tonight Is giving people a chance 
Um, maybe you don't need to to crack down just <laughs> yet on him. Good opening. And how long? You know, yeah, he's, he's not really made. It. He's not had the first start for Rangers. He wants to play at a bigger club. Yeah. Like I said, joking aside, that can uh, that, uh, that can happen quite easily. Yeah, it's quite amusing. Well, he says all the right things up until I want to go to a bigger club. You know, he wants to contribute. He wants to get Rangers in the Champions League. Wants to win the league trophies. Yep, Rangers fans delighted to hear that and. You know what? He, 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 I suppose he's got all the attributes, or it looks like he's got all the attributes. I, I think the guy he's up against in Barisic is not really covering himself in glory at the minute. Uh, I think when you look um, the other night, he, he was poor again, and I don't think he's really a favourite of Van Bronckers Barisic. I think you saw that um, the second half of the season last year. So I think Yilmaz has got a real chance, uh, probably starting on Saturday and. Then next week in the Champions League qualifier, and it's up to him to perform and keep the place. Yeah, is that one you think Gordon will start to see more often than not? But is he going to establish himself quite quickly? Do you think? You know, Borna Barisic has had a bit of criticism in the mm. last couple of weeks, and well, and you know, going back to last season as well. When did he come on? Yilmaz about sixty-seven yeah. minutes or so the other night. I don't know if Rangers went great at that period in the game. I don't know if you you saw enough. I didn't, no um, I think you've got to give the lad uh, opportunities uh, There are high hopes for him of that There's no doubt at Ibrox um, Like, I know that it's personal opinions I know that Barisic comes in for a bit of criticism I, I like Barisic I, I know he's got his faults I really do I think he's got a nice left peg I think set plays as well uh, Matt said Are people not a bit more Those who are concerned Are they not a bit more concerned about what happens in the other direction I don't think anyone ever defending. doubts his, his crossing ability Yeah defending Well we heard that uh, For uh, years with Tavernier About his defending um, You know Yeah of course He could brush up In his defending No no, no doubts about that uh, Most full backs now Are forward thinking full backs they, They're more of a Forward thinking player Yes the first and foremost Their duties is to defend And that's probably not his his biggest strength but I like him I do uh, he comes in for a bit of criticism I know Martin I totally agree with what Martin says there about he didn't have his best game the other night but tell me who did uh, I thought that Rangers as a, a team collectively were, were very poor indeed um, but I'll be interested to see how that lad uh, blends into the team and fits into the team but what I've heard of him Gordon um, they've got big hopes for him I think uh, they're, they're, they're hoping that he's got to be you know, a real good talent for him to go forward. And listen to the boy there, he's certainly got ambitions to go forward, but he's got to cement his place in Rangers' first team before he looks anywhere else. Uh, let's go to the phones then, 01419511025. We'll bring in Charles and Greenock and get his take on things. Charles? Hi, team. How's you doing? Good. Are you well? Uh, I know, bad. It's about what we've been talking about. Um, but really, I, I, I'm wondering what the Rangers fans thought was going to happen the other night there. Now, quickly, um, so they sold £40 million worth of talent uh, during the summer, which was three, three first-team players. On top of that, Kent and Morelos did the play the other night. So we've heard valuations of Kent at £20 million after Rangers fans last year and £20 million for plus for Morelos. So that's £80 million out of your starting, a starting 11. And a Scot- you can't need to £80 million out of a Scottish team and expect them to do something in the Premier Trophy in Europe, the biggest trophy in Europe. There are no bad teams out there. You know what I mean? We're talk- Belgium, we're talking about one of the best club uh, national teams in the world. You know, I think we need to kind of recalibrate our thoughts here. 
Mm, well, a couple of things, right? The league doesn't necessarily is not necessarily a reflection of you know the strength of the national team. We're maybe quite a leap to suggest that that's definitely eighty million pounds worth of player. You know, these are just completely subjective things. Let me check a couple of things with you. Who do you mean that left in the summer? Bassey and Aribo. Uh, there was a third one whose name I don't remember. Did you mean Nathan Patterson who left before that? Was it? Was it? Well, well forgive me because we were talking the other night. It was, it was forty million last night. For, did they receive forty million pound in transfer fees this summer? I think people tend to lump Patterson into that, don't they? For yeah, a year, unless I'm so. missing something, am I having yeah. a, a blank? I know mm. those two, Bassey and Aribo. Well, Bassey and Aribo, well, obviously. Still be, no, to be fair, that I, would still be. Mid thirties, yeah. yeah, and, so and they played a huge part, and in Europe they played a huge part. But it's like any other football club. When you sell players and get financially rewarded, you have to invest wisely, and you have to bring players in. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has done that, but it's up to the players then to perform. So I don't agree with Charles and saying what did the Rangers fans expect? They, they're still good enough to beat this team. There's no doubt about that. The, the guys that have been brought in are good enough to beat that team. They just didn't perform on the night. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, Charles has then added a lot on saying that Kent's worth forty million, and so's Morelos. Or so they're you know sorry twenty million each, and that's forty plus the forty. Mm-hmm. Not sure if that's the the best way to to do things. Yes, Rangers have sold players, but it's not like you look at the Rangers team now and say, oh, it's it's been decimated. It's unrecognisable. All the good players have left, and therefore, how dare they think that they could beat. That team, the team the other night We're not in that situation No no, not at all um, I just think there was There's two things to this I thought that The home team Had obviously done their homework Gordon uh, They looked more hungry for it I thought Rangers were well below par They have brought in New players New players sometimes take Time to settle But Obviously with the importance Of the competition They've got to try and you know, hit the ground as quickly as you possibly can because they've got a massive game coming up next Tuesday. I think all Rangers fans will still be confident, especially at Ibrox, so that they can overturn that. Of course, you miss good players. There's no doubt in that. You miss your big players. For instance, Morelos has been a big player, but, you know, he's been out injured. They got to the final. They, 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 they lost the final penalty kicks without centre-forwards. They've played in uh, big games without a centre-forward. Um, other players have been brought in to replace Bassey and to replace Aribo. Um so yeah, I can I can understand that the disappointment, but I I still think it's very early. Um but I think that next Tuesday becomes an important game and like most Rangers fans, I'm probably sitting just now, um still confident that Rangers can overturn this at Ibrox, but they need a big performance And they need one of their European Knights performance If they don't get that Then this team ain't no mugs This team will punish them So you honestly think Charles That after selling a couple of players in the summer Rangers are no longer strong enough To even be favourites against That team the other night I, I would say they've changed I would say three, I was three potential uh, Starting players that went in the summer Along with Morelos and Kent So that's five players that now, if I, if I five of you starting 11 are out, and we're talking about five of the strong... And listen, Aribo and uh, Bassey didn't go for peanuts because they were rubbish. Uh, sorry, they didn't go for peanuts. They went for big money because they're, they're good players, they're solid players. And I think uh, Aribo's power really carried Rangers a lot last season. They're, they missed him. So, I mean, look at Livy game. Livy put one player on against them and he actually he ragdolled them up front. You know what I mean? The real one put one player. They never actually looked forward all that much. I think Rangers, 
Rangers have proven again the other night. What saved them is yes, uh, they can score a goal. They've got goals there. There is goals in Rangers, but when teams actually have a go at them, uh, uh, that team proved the other night. And I don't know what. Listen, there's no way. There's no way Rangers. Hang my heart on it. There's no way Rangers will go through against that mob. Well, never let it be said You don't get a wide range of opinions on this show They were a glorified pub team Ten minutes mm. ago And now Rangers aren't even strong enough To consider themselves favourites If you like After selling mm. players in this summer There we go I, I, I mean Charles was saying about big money Barsi Yes, big money You know, fitted the model that Rangers wanted Aribo Aribo Could you describe Aribo as big money? No I no. think he's a main, he was a main player though With that he was a main player But I mean his form Was up and down Within the season Now he finished the season Very very strongly But up and down You know Throughout the season So It's not as if He was a Morelos For two or three years um, I'm not saying he's a bad player But I'm not saying If you remove What I'm saying is If you remove Aribo and Bassi Then Rangers All of a sudden collapse And aren't good enough To beat this team I think that's nonsense I think they've got the squad I think Van Bronckers Is trying to shape it Into his own team He's bringing in players Who looked good in pre-season But when it came to the big game The other night They didn't show up Yeah I, I, I disagree with Charles And the fact that I do think Rangers Will overturn this At Ibrox on Tuesday But where he Has a good argument And the fact that And try to understand What he's getting at Is that You look at that Starting 11 the other night uh, Mark Throughout the Last year's campaign there was only six that you'd probably say was the regulars. So there was five five new bodies in there to play in a European tie. Rangers were below par, so you can start pointing a finger. Was the goalkeeper the right decision? You know, the, the lad up front, Cholak, that even, you know, the great Rangers players are maybe having a little bit of doubts about. You know, that, that happens when a bad result at the beginning of the season. You can have bad results at the beginning of the season. Yeah, you're hoping that these players all start to knit together. I keep saying it, and Derek McInnes will probably think differently. I think at home against Kilmarnock on Saturday is a good one for them, uh, leading into Tuesday, because they'll get into that firm favourites to go and win it. Interesting what the team's going to be. Yes, they were poor on the night, but credit goes to the home side as well. I thought they played very well and deserved a 2-0. Thanks, Charles. So one four one nine five one one zero two five. It's time for a bit of travel news, which means... It's the ideal time for you to call because you could be up next. So get in touch and let us know what you're thinking. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish Football's lead leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and what's meant to be uh, Gordon DL on tonight's did. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Eric, what is he? Oh, look at this. Look at the state of this. What the? <laughs> <laughs> Is that so, what was in the bin bag? Sophie one Sophie one man Oh my goodness I take it that's what was in the bin bag the whole time What? <laughs> is, is that match worn? Oh this oh, You were that? away He told us about this at the weekend what, what He was down that? the back of his wardrobe And he found the actual shirt that he wore <laughs> In the 1982 <laughs> cup final Is that a real strip? Oh, you missed this What's it made of? It's made of wool, wool. It's 100% Aaron wool that's, oh. that's real wool You missed this so at, the, well, after, yeah. at the weekend He told us he was down the back of his wardrobe I think he was looking for some old magazines or something He said 
and um, he couldn't find the magazine he was looking for. <laughs> and, uh, but he, f- he found the strip that he wore in the 82 Cup final. I forgot all about it. He's been carrying his bin bag around, and that's clearly. <laughs> that's what was in the bin bag. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say it still fits. It still fits lengthwise. What do you mean? I think that still fits. Lengthwise. But, but well, hold on. Biceps are a wee bit. In the big. 80s, the strips would have been really baggy, and it now looks quite skin tight. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. I think and that looks quite cool. No, I don't. Just it's... like retro football tops so are, are all about I thought age, Rangers is... were getting a bit of criticism tonight, so I'll give them a little bit. 19, turn in to that because. <laughs> 81, 82, right? So I wasn't even born yet. No, me neither. <laughs> no <laughs> way. It looks roasting. Will. By the way, I know it's I real Will. <laughs> what was the what shorts is it made, made of? of? Seriously. Was the what? shorts made Look of Will? The collar. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Do you it's think like uh, Travolta and Saturday Night Fever. The call. I'll be able to, I'll be able to uh, There are certain things he's never been called before. That is one of them. <laughs> right. I like that though. I like that, that authentic match worn. It's retro, very retro. But do you know? Do you know that's the only thing I've got in football? I threw out my medals. You know that, don't you? I've never. I'm kept... amazed at that. that oh, he didn't. He kept it by accident, though. He yeah. genuinely found no, it. No, I'm amazed it, at the shirt. I mean, what do you mean? Do that you know... It's made a will. That's the one you sat up and watched me against destroy McLeish and Miller. And <laughs> no wonder you couldn't get anywhere near them. You were roasting. He's not even washed it since 1982. Big sheepskin. Didn't even need to wash it. It's Number nine. Like, look at the niners. Look at that. You know, it's like a comic book football player with a nine in the back. Is he to take it off again? Right, never mind. Right, let's go to Colin. He's a Rangers fan in St George's Cross. Oh. Sorry about that, Colin. Absolute oh. nonsense. Uh, what's your point tonight? Evening, guys. Hello. Um, the point I'd like to make is um, it's yet another season where Rangers are slow at the traps. Four years in a row. It's every time we start a season, there's nothing to get excited about, and our friends across the city don't seem to have the same problem coming at the traps every time. So the question I've got is, where does it go wrong in our training methods that we are not ready to, to perform? Do you think that is the case though, Colin? I mean, I get that this year, so in the last few years, for instance, it has been generally, before Malmo, right? So let's take out last season. Before that, it's usually these Europa League qualifiers and Rangers usually deal with them in quite sort of comfortable fashion, do they not? I, I just there's nothing to get excited about when a Rangers team starts the season on every for the last four years, and I was hoping that maybe with Giovanni having his first pre-season, his full season, I'm thinking we'll commit the trap something different, and we haven't. We've we've come out with the same mantle. I really think we're slow off on these every season, and it's the same in January as well. What do you think, Mark? Is that? Or, or is that par for the course for a Scottish team who has to get into qualifiers at this stage? Or is this a specific Rangers thing the way Colin seems to have it? Don't, well, I don't think it's a specific Rangers thing. If you look at all Scottish teams in qualifiers, we, we chat about it on this show often enough how poor our teams are when we go into these qualifiers. So Rangers aren't alone. Um, if, if that's Colin's belief, it's hard to, who to point the finger at. Because if, if it's still Steven Gerrard there, you would say, well, the fans are only happy with whatever's happening in pre-season. But Van Bronckers, totally different manager, totally different methods, different staff. You know, the players, you could argue, a lot of them are different as well. So, I, I wouldn't say they're alone in, in the way they're, they're starting. 
Mm. Uh, in Europe I mean Colin you, you, you mentioned that Celtic don't seem to have this problem but Celtic's start to last season was terrible they didn't have a team last season Gordon so we'll yeah, give no, no, I get that but out there. so I, I, I would discount that comment straight mm. away but okay. Celtic in Europe and, and Champions League qualifiers in the past have been you know poor I mean worse than probably Rangers the other, the other night some of the poor results that they've had at this stage so I mean I get why Rangers fans are angry Because I think any new club When you see a, a host of new players coming in And it looks exciting in pre-season And then you go into the real stuff And it doesn't quite click There's a huge difference between pre-season games And the real stuff uh, And the Champions League qualifiers Where everything depends on it But again the positive thing is That they've still got a second leg to fix this And it's up to the manager to pick the right team on the night to fix it um, Gordon, what do you think? Thanks for changing back into your oh, sure. uh, normal workwear. No wonder I used to sweat when I played with Rangers and that thing. But I've got to say, fans are sweating every time yeah, you got the ball. Exactly. Well. Please don't put that back on. Um, look, it's the start of the season. It was a disappointing result for everyone concerned uh, with Rangers. Of course, it was. We're not being kidded on here, and I don't think the manager, the players, and the fans are either, Gordon. But. I think next week they'll turn that round. Um, then they get into a real difficult one, PSV and Monaco. That's got it, but they need to up their game. Um, sometimes you can hit the ground running at the beginning of the season. New signings come in. Um, everything clicks into place. Sometimes it takes a bit of time. I know that, obviously, the bit of time, if you lose out in the Champions League uh, group stages, costs you a lot, a lot of money, and it's very important. But I think that the manager... Knows exactly what's needed. I think he'll be hoping that his new players uh, gel in a bit better and a bit quicker. I thought against Livington second half or last Saturday, I thought they cruised it, to be honest with you. I thought they looked very good. It was a difficult surface to play on. No excuses now. But they went and got the victory. Tuesday night, they were poor. There's no doubt in that they were poor. And I think a lot of them will need to have a look in the mirror. I think that they'll be working on a lot of things. They've got the Kilmarnock game at home, which I think helps them at the weekend. Try and get a bit of uh, momentum going, get the players in, maybe make one or two changes, tweak, tweak one or two things about, and then look mm. forward to a pack house on Tuesday night. So it's not as much as it's poor. It's not doom and gloom yet. Colin, I suppose the, you know, the start of the season... Maybe can last a, a couple of weeks more By the time next week comes around If Morelos is back If Ryan Kent's back If there's another week under the belt Do you think that makes a difference? Well, uh, just been quickly back to Dazzler's point there On Saturday at Livingston we dug it out And Tuesday we dug a hole um, Regarding Saturday I, I don't I, My gut feeling at the moment We'll probably sneak a 1-0 win That's how I see it at the moment I don't see this team going back and come out up three, four, five nil. Mm, I mean, Gordon, like Colin's talking about, this start to the season mm. as, as being a bit sluggish. In time, when you've got a bigger sample size, next week will still be considered the start of the mm. season, won't it? You know, because it'll be your first um, Champions League tie, if you like. If Rangers do overturn this, will we be calling it a strong start to the season all of a sudden, or? Yeah, I think so. If they win on Saturday and then they win on Tuesday and they're, they've got a kind of glamour tie against Monaco or PSV, I'm sure Rangers fans will, will think, OK, we were a bit caught cold last Tuesday, but it's a positive start. I mean, when you go from non-competitive football to competitive stuff, it is a, it is a 
difficult to step up But remember the players don't get that long off So it's not like back to Daz's days with that well and strip Where they've got 12 <laughs> weeks off And they come back And the training methods are, are so intense That the players come back And they're a bit heavy legged It's totally different now I tell you what Van Soonis has tweeted in With a picture of you wearing the kit in 1981 Oh, oh no. So we need to get a side by side no. Up on the On the well, Super Scoreboard Twitter account I assume he didn't, he didn't wear a bra In 1981 Because <laughs> like a big He did one no. <laughs> With the way that was looking Oh We'll need to get that up won't we Let's see Side by side by, like by the way Right no, I don't mean not. to be funny You you actually look better now Than you did then In terms of Your face and you're here. <laughs> right, we'll get to that. Thank you to Colin <laughs> in St George's Cross. It's that time of the night already. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Right, we'll need to get that picture posted. I'm absolutely certain of it. But in the meantime, it's now that part of the evening where we try our best to embarrass Mark Wilson or Gordon DL. It it tends to be quite easy sometimes If you want to be the one responsible tonight And play Beat the Pundit You need to phone Prior to 7 o'clock 0141 951 1025 Be quick You could be playing Beat the Pundit next Tackle the headlines 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here It's 0141951025 And more importantly if you go to Twitter At Clyde SSB You can see The uh, Then and now Image Of Gordon DL In his 1981-82 Rangers strip He found it down the back Of his wardrobe We have no idea What he was looking for Down there And I don't really want to know But he found it He brought it in As a surprise for Mark Wilson He's put it on in the studio And uh, Look at that you know what? Look at the then and now I see. It's a great point You make Gordon And I was uh, Kind of I, I actually what, what, what believe doing it or not, in that wardrobe. I you know that we like to give you a hard time on this show. Yeah. So listen carefully. Uh-huh. I'm going to offer you some kind words for the first and last I need time. Some kind words. I am kind of with Mark. I actually think like facially, you've got a little bit better with age. No, I mean, you're a lot older, obviously. But no, but I've got to say, see uh, that yeah. other photo. Whoever picked that one, <laughs> it, that doesn't <laughs> do me justice. That was not me up victorious in that, right? I, I, you do look better. I used to have my hair done I've before I went out on a Saturday night. You don't get th- you don't get married three times if you. What if did your you do about you. I, I just looks like I flicked it to the back. I was just maybe after a a, a sort of a hard training session. Okay. That, I hadn't been to the hairdressers. Ah, no, you weren't the pretty back in the days. Right, oh, one, four, one, nine, five, one, one, two, five. <laughs> mature. Wow, mature uh, man. <laughs> Keep, keep the calls coming in It's a big night for Dundee United Looking for I've got a wee surprise for you From Tannadice as well So we'll do that very soon But let's do this first Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Right Beat the Pundit time Bit of pressure starting to mount On the Pundits if you ask me Because there's been only one defeat For the Pundits this season Simon Donnelly should have chosen Gordon Diel as your assistant at Brecon rather than him. That's the lesson to take. Who won last night? Um, Hugh Evans won yeah, last Hugh. night. Yeah, he won well. So mm. I feel like the next time the pundits lose, it's going to be a big deal because mm. you've been quite a good unbeaten. We've run. got a hundred percent record. Yeah, two out of two. <laughs> Noah is on the line. How's it going, Noah? Noah, can you hear me? Yeah, uh, I it's going no bad. Good, mm. good. How old are you, Noah? Sorry for asking, but you'll see why in a minute. 
How long is the delay to air by the way? I didn't realise we were <laughs> on the phone to reception on that sure right there there um, <laughs> No I'll have no, two I, people no, How old them. are you? <laughs> What's happening here? No one's left us is Noah on a tin can with a piece of no, string? Noah's away Down to the beach Come on Noah ah, I feel yeah. like I could Come hear on, him Noah. there I yeah. could hear him And rummaging around in the background do- He's down the back of the wardrobe as well <laughs> I don't think there was dogs on the arc anyway. <laughs> okay. um, ah, But it's a modern day arc isn't it? It must have been It was one of every kind of animal true, Yeah true. exactly Thank <laughs> you <laughs> Some size arc Noah can you hear me now? What is I know I this think Noah's tragic. bottled it Because he's speaking to producer Chris And any time I try to speak to him right, I can't no, hear Noah's him. got to be young Because you don't You don't no. hear many old Noah's You joking? The original guy's oh, no. Thousands <laughs> of years old <laughs> Thousands of years <laughs> old Well he had a beard But uh, I kind of died it Right last so, chance a young man's third, name. third time lucky Noah can you hear me? <laughs> You're going to get rid of him uh, Get no, rid of him no, Give me gone. someone else Who'll no, answer the phone It was a very busy Beat the pundit Noah. We can get Noah no, back No I can't Noah Oh, oh good get, We'll get Noah back To play tomorrow The thing that's annoying me And where he was going With the age He was an Air United fan Was it? Was he? To see if he could remember The glory days Oh <laughs> Same as I know Did you see my airstrip I'll bring that on Saturday uh, so That's the only piece Of football memorabilia You own Yeah I didn't even know I had it but, Right that I forget That throws up so many questions Enough about Right, we've got David and Wisher. How's it going, David? All right, mate. Good. There we are. A man that speaks on the phone. I like it. Are you feeling confident of beating these two? You've been thrown in at the last minute. Uh, it's my first time actually trying. Uh, oh, wow. Well, Fair play, because I see a lot of names mm-hmm. pop up most nights to try and play. Oh, I feel bad. Noah's phoning in. He is. He's oh, checking no, Noah. No, no. I, I don't know if we can do this. Will we let Noah play tomorrow? Is that that allowed? Can Noah play tomorrow night? Let's let's just Missed do that. Missed the boat, Noah. Uh, oh, <laughs> I shall have sealed. He's another one. He's another one. <laughs> anyway, right, David. Thirty seconds will be on the clock, but first we need to establish who you're playing against. So producer Chris will toss the coin. Heads, it's going to be Mark, and tails, it will be Gordon Diel. Ooh, it's heads. It's Mark Wilson. Three in a row Ooh. up against David Musher. There well, we go. That went Last year you used to whinge that you played all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I <laughs> what feel did David say there? What did you say there, David? I said they're uh, definitely getting better then. Oh, he's giving you, he's trying to talk you up. Oh, uh, thanks, David. That's, 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 uh, that's I, think, I think Chris in the other room would beat you, David. He's, le- he's learned his lesson from the other night when uh, the, the caller came on, had a bit of a go, it riled you up, and he's, you, you he's saw them all. me in here, though, right. I'm mm. going to give Mark some Clyde 2 to listen to so that he can't steal the answers, David. 30 seconds, just answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know, okay? Yeah, Let's go. Your time starts now. Who scored the opening goal of the new Scottish Premiership season on Saturday? Uh, Which Celtic manager signed Gary Hooper and Joe Ledley? Ronnie Dyla Which Rangers player wears number four at the moment? Uh, Uh, Davis How many current top flight teams did Darren McGregor play for? Four What is Partick Thistle's mascot called? Yeah, Name the only uh, You've got time to answer Because I started Name yeah. the only Scottish club Scott McDonald Had two separate spells with Mother Wolf Okay let's bring back Mark Mark can you hear us Yeah Same set of questions You ready right. Get one right You've won Oh I wouldn't be so sure <laughs> oh, really 30 yeah, seconds on the clock the right. You ready Yeah Your time starts okay. Now Who scored the opening goal Of the new Scottish Premiership Season on Saturday uh, Welsh which, <laughs> which Celtic manager signed Gary Hooper and Joe Ledley? Neil Lennon. 
Which Rangers player currently wears number four? Uh, Sands. How many current top flight teams did Darren McGregor play for? Uh, two. What is Partick Thistle's mascot called? Kingsley. Name the only Scottish club that Scott McDonald had two separate spells with. Motherwell. <sighs> David, what's the verdict? <laughs> I'll tell you the verdict before I start <laughs> <laughs> David, David. <laughs> It can't have been any worse than him David Let's find out Did David get the first one? Was he close enough? Jubilee ah, Producer Let Chris says no I wanted <laughs> David For the record I wanted to give you it But <laughs> producer Chris say? says that he, he said say? Doombie Ah, it was near enough. At least what he was. He, he was, was not. He, he, he was, was sardy. Right day. Aye, he was sardy. I was saying the native language. Don't do it. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll take your word for that. Um, apparently not. Day, I wanted to give. I, I thought it was a. It was a better effort than Welsh. Well, for I was saying. Remember, I was gagged that weekend. So um, in didn't know what day it was. I'm annoyed at this because he would have gone normally at that point. Mm. But he was always going to know Gary Hooper and Joe Ledley were teammates. Oh, aye, aye. Yeah. good friends. Yep. <sighs> Well, they don't listen, you can't even moan at the questions if I'm ah. playing the, the same team. So you're 1-0 up, and it didn't get any better for either of you. John Lundstrom wears number four. four. Ah, so Darren McGregor played for St Mirren, Hibs and Rangers. Three. None of you got that ah. right. So it was an absolute disaster. Um, Partick Thistle's mascot is called Kingsley. Oh, yes. <laughs> I didn't get that. So it's 2-0. At this point, oh, we're looking it. at a, Game over. She, we're uh, looking at a zero uh, for she, David. But he knew that Scott McDonald had separate spells with Motherwell. Uh, so it was a 3-1 win. Oh, David. Uh, David. Mark Wilson. Hard lines, David. That's all right. No worries. Yeah. Take care, David. David stepped up to the plate when you we know couldn't get nowhere. Yeah. I like David there. He was he was honest for the start, and he was he said that he was happy and, and you did. He seemed <laughs> seemed quite happy to get beat three one there. David so. d- David had no chance a minute to answer that phone. I love the David style. Just happy to get yeah. one. Just get anything on the board. David, failure does not come from losing, mate. But from not trying. Always remember that. <laughs> I don't know what it is, right? I've got. <laughs> I'm trying to give some David some words of wisdom. I've got an irrational hatred for when you do that, and I can't explain it because it shouldn't annoy me that much, right? But I can't I'm stand trying, it. I don't know why. I'm trying to give him words of wisdom. Where but, have you, right? Where have you got that from? I just saw it there. I was, I was thinking failure does not come from losing. See, it. Well, what are you? You're reading it. I can see him just written He's absolutely forgotten. He's in the reading again. <laughs> Do you know what I mean by that? Because like, it's yeah. quite innocuous, and to some people, it's funny. I, I can't explain. It really annoys me. <laughs> he's, I don't know why. Stupid face when he, t- he Aye, comes. He's trying he's to look wise, <laughs> and he, there, are, there are certain he, things he, that he, he will never be able to look, and wise <laughs> is one of them. Uh, <laughs> Google that. If that's another Nelson Mandela uh, quote, yeah, he's read that, a book. No, no, we leave that to the listeners. People always tell me no. who, who. That's so a Gordon Dale quote. Give us it again so that people can look it up for me. And send them in. He can't even read it. He's, what was His it? eyes darted. Failure does not come from losing, but from but not from trying. Not trying. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's a bit of encouragement for people that phone in. See, just to take it even further. Do you know what's annoying me even more about them? I know how lazy he is. So he isn't even looking them up. Somebody ah, out there is g- giving them. Mm-hmm. Do you honestly think that? Yes, hundred percent. Well, I'll tell you hundred percent that is. So what not do you true. Google? 
I you don't go Google you, anything. So I sit there and I use my imagination. So you go to into think, your, how can I how can I make this guy feel a little bit better so about so you himself? You go into your you go into your browser. Goodness knows what you've been looking at before. <laughs> you, you, you highlight all of that backspace and type in oh, inspirational quotes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me, that maybe wasn't the right choice of words for me. But we'll move on. We go again, as they say, 0141 951 1025. We were going to speak to Paul uh, on the line, but he's, I think that was um, that's disappeared. Let's see if we can get another call lined up. Uh, when are we ready to go to Tanadice? Any anytime soon? No, not yet. Um, yeah, let's let's see how we get on there. I'm just. By the way, you're getting a lot of love on your your. Um, Twitter Wife number four on there oh, No I don't mean that I mean Probably just, why marry me See that's where his imagination's at Your just, imagination's Why marry me for my fame Just generally speaking <laughs> <Your fame. laughs> By the way, Look at this I, I don't know who Van Soonis is On Twitter right But he's got an incredible Photo archive Because I've seen A lot of old pictures of you But I've never seen these before Look at me <laughs> I see Wow Look at that hair Oh that's no good Oh that's uh, I I I'm even admitting that's not good. You must agree. You, you definitely look better now than you did when you were young. I was a catch. I was a catch. Scott Wright has sent me, apparently you can get Gordon DL Rangers magnets on, t- on Twitter for £2.70. <laughs> no uh, oh, on eBay, sorry, not on Twitter. That can't I, be I true. I think we should write the right up to it. Gordon DL and magnets are you? Not even remembers <laughs> you at Rangers. I know. You get a magnet. I listen. I'm just a magnet. You know yeah. that. You've been out with me. You can <clears> verify you've that. Been called many things. I uh, must admit. Big JY says uh, he'd turner and then the wee <laughs> embarrassed face. Mm. Uh, right. Come on. Can we go on to Paul here? Quite. Uh, quite impressive though. The strip. Forty. Forty-one year old. Forty year old. Something like that. Yeah. I think you should frame that. It's still a bit big for me. Frame it and auction it. Cash for kids. Not <laughs> joking. Tell boy made a very good point. Tell Gordon he's talking men's. He said you don't get married three times if you don't have something about you. Tell him you don't get divorced three times if you've got something about you. Good point. Yeah, very good point. Yes. Anyway, uh, Brian's on the line. Brian, what's your point tonight? Well, I was just uh, looking on Sunday at Celtic, um, and I, I take it back twelve months. Looking at the um, situation, we were under uh, a Celtic supporter. And looking at the um, you know the twelve months previous, we went into Europe really unhinged. It was the only way to describe it. Um, we're trying to hold it together. I bounced out three competitions. I think the nucleus of the team right now and the fringe players, I'm just trying to get this this uh, mentality, this European mentality, playing fast. Uh, decisive football Which well, I think will help us In the Champions League Now I heard somebody Last night in the show Saying Oh Third place would be um, You know Like a, a success And I, I think I honestly think Angie's going to Aim for higher And regardless Who we play And I know that the, These superpowers As they call them um, You know The the Manchester Cities The, the Barcelonas I mean these, All these teams That's a desirable thing For us to, to have Come in Celtic Park and coming to Celtic Park is what I'm talking about. You turn that back into that European fortress, that European um, um, situation where the fans, because that's that was my point coming in on Sunday, the fans can play an amazing part 
And looking at 12 months previous, when the, you know, the Rangers had won the league and, 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 and the team was in disarray, the fans, the galvanising uh, factor here is that we've got Angie, who's identifying in different markets. He's identifying players who, when they come here, I, I don't want us to think of as, as, as a selling team. I, I want us to as being as a building team, and I think that's what he's been promised. So you've, 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 the board is now backed in. The fans are backing him. The team is playing for him. Playing in a European uh, uh, stage will be, I think, a galvanising thing for us. And then we keep these great young players that were, that were producing the Jotas, um, Kyogo. Uh, I could go right through the team right now, but uh, even young Welsh was amazing on Sunday. And that that kick-on for the season domestically will be great, but we need Celtic to be a European, at least a noise again in European football. Maybe not a superpower because we don't have that finance but making a mark again in European football. Depends, Mark, what so much of it's going to come down to this draw. Right? Yeah. We keep me is it three weeks today? Did I see that right? I think is it two or three weeks? I think mm. it's three weeks today. Um or two weeks today. The we keep saying this. Brian Wright last night it was, you know, third place would be a success. Someone referenced the Rangers fan who said uh, that Celtic won't even get a point in the Champions League. It's impossible to know because you've got two very, very different scenarios. The draw could look like Eintracht Frankfurt that we saw, obviously, at the end of last season. Sevilla, Shakhtar Donetsk, Celtic. That could be the group. Yep. It gives you at least a hope of, chance, of, doing, yeah. of doing something. I don't, I don't know how, how much, but you get a chance of doing something. On the other side, you could be in with three big hitters and then your, your hopes are very different. So I know we like to come out with all these... Sort of big statements about what either can or can't or should be done in Europe, but until you know what teams you're coming up against, of course. I, I mean, the old saying, the luck of the draw, and it's never been so prevalent in the Champions League <clears throat> because you're right. I mean, the group stages that I played in, some of them we looked at and thought, oh, you know, not got a chance, and we end up qualifying. And in years gone by, I suppose. Some of the group stages that the the big hitters before me, you know, Sutton's and Larson's, you would have thought Celtic would have done better in the crash out. So it's all about who you get. But Brian's right. I mean, it's important for Celtic to get back to that. That Celtic parts a fortress. I think you have to go back to just after I left. You know, when Celtic beat Barcelona and Neil Lennon's team qualified for the last sixteen. That's the last real time that Celtic Park was a real fortress in Europe because you take every competition. Mm. Champions League qualifiers, Europa League, Conference League, it's became a bit of a easy place for European teams to come and play. And it has to change. But I believe the way Ange Postacoglu plays will help that along. He's got the crowd on side domestically yeah. and it'll only get better in European ties. Then, of course, there's the big question about you know, style of play. How mm. suitable is that to Europe if you're up against big teams? It's the same stuff we go through every mm. time our, you know, our teams go into... The main European competition Celtic fans understandably feel good about their team At the moment Gordon Look at the way last season finished Good start at the weekend um, But if we think back to the last season In Europe Then th- there's a, there, there is room for improvement Clearly especially going into the Champions yeah, League Yeah because we, we all questioned as pundits And, and people standing in here Mark in, uh, in particular being at the club And the, being associated with the club Wondering uh, again into Europe It's a different style of football 
you look at probably some of Rangers' best performances last year was in the European competitions. You look at Celtic going in, we're thinking, right, are they going to sign a, another defensive midfield player that that he can change that sort of style, that that going away from home and sitting with two midfield players just holding and trying to protect the back men and, you know, working a different system. But with his signings this season, it doesn't seem to be, Gordon. He's going, you know, the way he wants to go. He's a very attacking manager. I do agree with Brian. I think his signings have been terrific. Um, and the transfer market is really he's really brought in guys that have contributed so much um, so quickly um, you know but where I disagree with Brian is as much as Postacoglu is trying to build something of course he is if big money comes in for guys like Jota and people like that will always be a selling club will always be yeah. a selling club it's tough isn't it I guess Thank you Brian 01419511025 We've got a full time teaser And your surprise You two The surprise from oh. Tanadice Is coming next Taking your calls On Scottish football 01419511025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 Some excellent feedback on Twitter To your picture of you mm. um, in I can the, imagine the retro Rangers strip No, by the way, a lot of positive stuff mm, I feel a lot of criticism nope, coming away I disagree, but... there's a lot of positive <laughs> stuff a bit self-conscious isn't, yes, it? isn't he? Uh, I'll read some of it out to you very soon uh, We're going to go to Tanadice in a second as well But quickly, Craig Mackey says Since 1995 Five players in England And three players in Scotland have scored five goals in a single match. Can you name them? So since 95, there are five players in England and three players in Scotland who've scored five goals in a single Hurricane. match. Harry oh. Kane is not you one sure? of the answers, is he? Kenny Harry Miller. Kane, no. Kenny Miller, yes, do you remember? Yeah. Uh, detail? Yeah, he was young for Rangers, wasn't he? Yep. And he scored against... Um, oh, if you get this, I'll be... He scored against... Over the moon with you. Another team... Uh, did he score against Dundee United? Nah, forget ah, it. Right, okay. Hopeless. St Mirren. St Mirren. Ah, two thousand. Van Nistelrooy. Nope. Did Chris Boyd score five as well? Twice. Aye. Yeah. Okay. We'll leave Jerry it there. Henry. No, we'll leave it there. That's fine. That's plenty <laughs> from you. We're looking for eight players from either England or Scotland since ninety-five. <sighs> Honestly, yes, Andy Cole, Andy Cole is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's a quote for that. If you don't what is it? If you don't succeed Try and try again yeah. Someone like did tweet me to, to, to say who the quote Was from DL But my phone's Died actually And it's over there And I'm about DL, to check yeah. Um So yeah We'll, well get done. to that In a second Right Big game For Dundee United I think yeah. we all know that Massive We said it at the top of the show Dundee United AZ Alkmaar Sold out Tanadice. I need to be honest mm. We asked Andrew McLean If he would go and cover the game for us He said no Incredible <laughs> and We asked Gabriel Can you do that with your job If, he would, if no. he would go and cover the game <laughs> Said no Said no Asked Fraser Wisher Said no Roger Hanna Said no Dave Galloway Said no There must be somebody so, Who is it You see where this is going yet Who is it look, no, at, really. look, look at that window through there Who's missing Ah oh, the chief tosser and beat the pundit He's usually he's just in, in the backseat The big man You're not meant to hear him On the show He's just meant to be In the background He's oh. a big Dundee United fan oh, He's never done we've, a report We've sent producer Callum <laughs> oh, To the game us up. How, how do you think This is going to go a few, oh, I he, hope, He'll be preparing all night I hope he's at hospitality I hope he's at hospitality Callum how are you? I am extremely nervous Both for this game 
Oh, is that not... what he sounds like? Yeah, I know. It's disappointing, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? I can't believe oh, that. that. The illusion thing. is shattered. Yes. That's posh Dundonian. Yeah. Can I also just say, I can't believe you put me below Dave Calloway. Me and you are done, Gordon Duncan. <laughs> I thought, I, do you know, I really hope that there, is, there are people out there who thought that Callum is like 60 year old, smokes 40 a day, like just sound completely <laughs> it different. really good. Because that's great. When, see, when you, first, when you hear someone for the first time or you see what they look like, we already... Shower's the illusion What have we described him as that he, so To put a face to the name What did we say last week A cross between Jace, Jacob Rees-Mogg And Tim Henry yeah. Honestly <laughs> And you know I walked into my changing room On my football team last Saturday And one of the boys went You alright Jacob <laughs> So <laughs> It's following me around now Anyway How nervous are you Forget this Your big moment on air It'll probably be your last But how are you feeling about the game Because we know you're a, you're a big Dundee United man yeah, I woke up at 7am this morning and I was wide awake. I feel like a kid at Christmas. I, I, I'm really, really nervous about it. But at the same time, we've only ever lost here at Tannadice in the last four European ties we've played in at home once. Um, but I have seen disappointment here before. And Gordon, you might know where this is going, but Mark, I hope you don't because... In 2005, I was here watching Dundee United versus MIPA 47. No, me neither. I'd never heard of them. And we went away to Finland, got a one-all draw, came back here, went 2-0 up at half-time, and drew two all. And do you know who was playing in that Dundee United team that day that oh. broke my heart? Do you want to know how I know? Because he just spent the ad break re- recalling it, Callum, about how it was the biggest disappointment that the city of Dundee has ever seen. <laughs> and he was part of no, it. No, no, sorry, no, sorry, Callum. sorry. The biggest disappointment Dundee's ever seen was when he re signed for us. Oh. <laughs> oh. Him off. You've had enough. I was only kidding <laughs> on about the Jacob Rees Mogg thing. But not That's the Tim Henman, but. No. You've no, caught me, mate. Sticks. Sorry, Mark. Sorry. Um, where do you want me to start? Being do you remember first? that though, Mark Wilson? Was that, so was that your first I, European first, experience? First European experience, and Calm's correct. Um, went over there, got a good result, came back two 0 up, and we had never played in European football before. Most days, and I'm still marauding forward at two 0 and the team went up. And scored no, hold on, two. I'm not sure I'm buying that. You had marauding still heard forward. of European football though. It's not like you, you, you Oh no, sorry it Played in European football. No, but I get that. Oh, you, I know, I know. You must have still known that away goals were a thing. But see when you're in the game And everything's going so well You thought Oh this is great Then they scored one And you thought Oh We're there <laughs> And then they scored oh, They scored oh, again we there How many times you say that In your career Oh, oh. oh. Uh, So not good night So hopefully it's better for the Big Reese Mogg up there 2022 <laughs> Who There's been an interesting summer Callum Some interesting signings made Who's plays tonight Yeah it's been a pretty good Summer transfer With United fans As far as I'm concerned anyway But it's one change From the team that drew In all of Kilmarnock So start with Mark Bidigetti in goal The Australian signing A back forward of Freeman and Smith At full back Mulgrew and Edwards Are in the centre Ian Hark starts again After his red card Beside Craig Sibold And Dylan Levitt Glenn Middleton makes his first start He's in from Cujo And Stephen Fletcher's Up front with uh, Tony Watt on the right hand side. Do you want the subs? Shall I go to those two? Is that professional? Christ alive, honestly. Honestly, when you're doing it, you see in goals and Dundee United go with a back four, not so and so. That's well, right so back, you didn't like back. because he named the two full backs ah, first and then nonsense. the two centre backs. Go with a back four formation. Tell I us thought it was good. Back. I thought it was fine. Give us the subs, please, if you wouldn't mind. You have Carl Johan Eriksson, Ross Graham, Elmari Niskanen, Nicky Clark, Logan Chalmers, Archie Mikasin, Jamie McGrath, who signed yesterday, the handsome man, Kai Fotheringham, Matthew Cujo, and Rory McLeod. And your referee, because I'll tell you anyway, he's a Portuguese man. His name is Vitor Ferreira. And what formation could we expect Altnar to line up in? Mm. Oh, I've got it right here. Hold on. They are in a 4 3 3 
also? Do you want me to go through the no, entire No, absolutely course? not. That's fine. <laughs> Enjoy the night. Thanks, guys. Cheers, Cheers Callum. Well done, Callum. It wasn't as disastrous I as, as I you thought, thought it well. was going to be. Do you know ah, what? Yeah, uh, disappointed. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. But you should have just went line up with a back four. It, that was a bit weird, wasn't it? Go yeah, through full backs. Yeah. Uh, Listen, room to improve. I thought that was that was decent. Ah, uh, well done, Callum. We give him a hard enough time. He'll be back tossing the coin in the studio tomorrow. Oh. I hope. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. An 8 o'clock kick off that one So we can't bring you anything else really In terms of action But all the fallout uh, From that game tomorrow night Look forward to that Dundee United against Alkmaar um, It's a great occasion that though isn't it We mentioned the sellout Big chance to go and Do what our two teams and qualifiers mm. Haven't managed to do yet And uh, score a goal first and foremost yeah. Try and get a positive result Motherwell let the side down badly And Rangers have still got time to recover it, but it obviously wasn't a vintage night on Tuesday either. Oh yeah, I think it was a difficult game. I think it obviously, but I I stressed at the beginning of the show, Gordon. It's I'm great to hear that it's a full house. You know, when's the last time Tannadice had a packed out house, and you know, on a, a Thursday night, all the fans going along there. I hope for Dundee United's sake because they're really ambitious. Uh, they've got a decent manager in there. Um, if they can keep, get a good result, good performance, it keeps their supporters coming back. You know, we, we went to Fur Park, mother was over 7,000, poor performance, fans angry. You know, you want to hit that ground running. You want to keep these supporters excited. You want to keep them interested. And Dundee United have got a great opportunity tonight to do that. Um, and for Scotland's sake, we wish them all the very I best. I think Al Mar's a big enough name as well, you know, to create, Interest, you know, Motherwell slightly different. Fans went there optimistic mm. because they thought, <laughs> well, I believe it was going to be a walkover. Yeah. I think the United fans have went there thinking this could be a real memorable night at Tannadice. Altmar's history, recent history, if you're looking at the past probably 15, 20 years, have always been in European competition, sometimes in the latter stages. So they're, they're, they're really adding to their squad, Dundee United. Jim McGrath, good, good signing, Gordon, from Wigan. Uh, I think it's a loan deal, is it? Am I correct in saying that? Uh, good player. Um, I know a few clubs up here, I think Aberdeen were a club that was interested as well. So that's a good sign on the bench tonight. If you listen to their subs there, and I, I, I paid special attention to it, they've got a very strong, mm. strong squad. I mean, Dave Cormack would tell you that Aberdeen were not interested this time, but uh, there we are. Mm. We can argue about that another day. Glenn is a Rangers fan from Cumbernauld. What's your point tonight, Glenn? Good evening, panel. Hello, good evening. Uh, I just want to agree with what Celtic fan Brian was saying about how Celtic have got behind, how the board have got behind Ange, and it's good for European football if all the teams progress. Well, that's the dream, Mark. I mean, I know the way rivalry works in this city. I don't expect too many fans of rival clubs to wish the other well. That's fine. We know the way that works. I mean, but imagine for us, for instance, in here every midweek with two teams in the Champions League and hearts are guaranteed group stage football anyway, Dundee United to join them. That's the dream whether we can get all that over the line or not. It'd be brilliant. So it would be I mean there's no denying it. If if all our teams do well and progress into the group stages, then it's fantastic because we're Seems like we spend a lot of our time knocking our teams here in this country. It's been the case for years, and particularly in these qualif- qualification rounds where, okay, our teams don't perform that well, but we've got a chance this year uh, of getting, you know, how many teams? Four? Four teams in now to the, the group stages that would then run to Christmas. 
That's that's a great achievement for a league like ours. So fingers crossed, United go tonight, put on a good performance. Hearts when it comes around does the same, and I truly believe Rangers to overturn that and then Celtic obviously. You still, do, you still do, yeah. You confident of that? That Rangers will overturn mm. that, yeah. How, what about you, Glenn? I think with the crowd behind us at Ibrox, I think we can overturn it. The game we played through the week there, we were absolutely horrible. There's there's no sugarcoating it. We were terrible. It should have been more than two. It wasn't, thankfully. Uh, it's a miscommunication between the player, the manager. Fans are blaming managers. Fans are blaming players. Let's just get behind the team and look forward to the home leg. Yeah, I mean, it could have been more. I get that because of the chances. Mm. Again, one thing we've not really spoken about, though, is the, is the penalty. It's interesting. It shows you how annoyed Rangers fans are at the performance because the sense of injustice... Is there But it's nowhere near as important As the performance For for a lot of Rangers fans We don't agree on anything Here Mark Yet Even rival fans Deep down I think are all admitting That was a a harsh call Yeah I'm surprised that There aren't more Rangers fans Saying that should have ended 1-0 A lot of Rangers fans That have come on And said it shouldn't have been a penalty But we were still lucky to get 2-0 I get that But you've got to say The penalty decision is one of the worst That you'll see And I, I just Cannot think How Top level referees in a game that, that so much depends on a Champions League Supposed to be a weak refereeing Looks at VAR and can still give that You have got to know the rules inside out If you're at that level And Rangers were in the end a real bad one there Yeah, um, I'm, I'm with Mark I think because of the way goals rule now has changed I think Rangers can easily If it has to go to extra time uh, Ibrox and uh, they've kept some of their best performances in Europe to Ibrox and I think they'll get into you very confidently Gordon but I do still believe that there are new players coming in I think they'll one or two will definitely play Tuesday night so they'll need to step up to the mark but I do believe it was I totally agree with the caller Rangers were you can't sugarcoat it they were terrible and yes we all agree that it was never a penalty but I think even the manager admitted Quite happy to go out here 2-0 We'll take our chances at Ibrox I'm with Mark I think Rangers can overturn this But They need to be at On the front foot And at their best If they play like anywhere near Tuesday night They ain't getting nothing Some of the language being used I'm going to start a wee list that, What was that one? Horrible Glenn said With mm. a disgusting and dire From the nights mm. before um, Glenn is it just time Then for you Is that is that what the new signings need? You don't have any major doubts yet You just think it's time it's time to gel You can't just put players Into a team straight off the bat And a couple of friendlies And think they're going to gel Straight away And regarding the penalty If that went in Rangers' favour How many of us Would be complaining about it? Oh that's football You're allowed to be fickle Aren't you? Nobody would be complaining about it When you get a penalty It's great Who cares? But I mean you've got to be honest It was a ridiculous decision And Rangers You know what? Rangers have got to take All that out of the equation Next week You know Bad decisions, you know, bad breaks going their way. They have to put on a performance that is top notch to put themselves level first and foremost in the tie, and then overcome um, Union uh, probably in the second half. We've seen it so many times last year hmm. in that run to the Europa League. Ibrox is such an important factor. Glenn, you're a good man. Will you give us a call back sometime soon? Close to well anytime. Good man. That was Glenn and Cumbernauld. You two on the teaser. Yeah. Craig Mackey says since '95. There are eight players in total across England and Scotland who've scored five goals in a single match. Can you name them? Andy Cole, Kenny Miller, Chris Boyd. Now, just to, to let you in 
to something Whilst Glenn was talking Gordon Diel started Punching the air And I thought Wow he really likes What, what Glenn's got yeah, to say yeah. But then I realised It was an answer You think you've come up with On the teaser I, I've, I've produced a few answers But I'll give you this one That Mark would never get And I'll Shown off here isn't he He's and flexing I, And I'll actually tell you The team he scored five against It was Dundee United I know who it is Negri Negri I've gotten before you Are you okay Mark You stole my thunder <laughs> I've, got, I've got it in the list No you've not You just wrote that down Alan Shearer Must be one Right hold on We've got a problem here because the list that Craig Mackey has sent does not have Marco Negri on it. He scored five against Dundee United yeah. because the reason I know it was I actually played a I game think you're right. to get him fit for a game. But is it in 95? Yeah. Is it? So as, you, as usual, we'll just add that on. Oh, no, right. Oh, okay, so, so we're, we're now looking one. for another one. Who did you say? Uh, Shearer. Shearer, yes. Shearer. Yeah. What about... 8-0 against Chef Wed. What about Defoe? Yes. Oh, here's another one. Against Wigan. I'll give the We'll go down the England route Man City Aguero Yes okay We'll leave it there You've got two to get We'll get them next Number one For football In Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final part Of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard You can get in touch On the phones Or you can send us a tweet At Clyde SSB And lots of people have tonight So many people Getting in touch uh, with the show tonight Incidentally I know you two Don't pay attention To these things Did you see They just released The latest set Of listening figures For this show You two Are remarkably popular And I, I can't I, I can't actually believe it But you two Along with your colleagues Keevans I mean who would have Thought it mm-hmm. All the mm-hmm. other Numpties that you have On through the week How many is listening num- About a hundred The number of people Listening to this show Incredible Well we're, so only pa- we're only uh, a small part no, of our fantastic team No I wasn't thanking you two <laughs> I was right, thanking okay. the people for listening Did <laughs> 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 you say we're accepting speech here Honestly, We're only a small cog in the wheel myself <laughs> <laughs> Because seriously The time and effort people put in is remarkable So I thank know, you very much um, mm. No again not you two uh, Chris has sent failure does not come from losing But from not trying Larry Brown apparently I've never heard of Larry Brown A basketball Brown. quote that you've stolen Oh, you're right, okay, so I'm stealing basketball quotes <laughs> When was your birthday? Somebody's got you a book full of quotes or something for your birthday You think he's got a book? You think he's got any books? Do you honestly think and then I, what His book collection they, they is very it. different <laughs> They read it to you and you No, I don't even know who Larry Brown is But Larry, if you're listening, stop stealing my quotes his book collection Remember the sort of Remember when you were a kid And you are out playing And then you'd fight And it was sort of faded <laughs> Your ball would get in the bushes So that's fine right We don't need to go any yeah. further That's Don't that, take them that, home sort of, That sums up um, I'll tell you what not, You are getting a lot of good feedback I promise you For the picture of you nah, And your nah, retro I'm, As uh, I'm glad I'm not feeling a bit down today I don't know why, why? There's a lot of negativity Coming I said to about the bar and, and the, and Bam, the, Bamboo the boy says Great look Gordon he's happy with that Um what else have we got? Scotty boy looking good, Gordon. Jealousy's a curse. I mean, there are obviously a couple in there, right? That are you know, not great, but. Um, <laughs> Read some of them out. Tony boy, mad Shrek, get out my swamp. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good um, I'm glad you're enjoying I, this. No, <laughs> Hel- Helen Mooney, definitely looking better now, Daz. Oh, Haley Mills. Helen. Haley Mills, get that signed, framed, and I promise that will take pride of place on my wall. There you oh. go, said. Cash for kids. Yeah. 
absolutely. Make a donation. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sitting down the back of the wardrobe. <laughs> he's not exactly going to miss it, is he? Uh, Robert Jones, his new top has more dye in it than his old hairdo. Oh, I like it, Robert. Yeah. Sandra says. Hey, some, Sandra says some people say the older the fiddle, the better the tune. Oh. No, me, I'm just putting it out there. She says. <laughs> That sounds like Uh, a wine that you would use I've played the fiddle um, many times Noah's on He says I can't believe my phone didn't work for Beat the Pundit tonight I played along and I would have beaten Wilson 4-3 Oh no I don't give us that You had your chance mate Phone Uh, in the morrow Who's on the morrow? We We will need to get uh, Noah back on tomorrow Yeah, yeah Hugh Keevans and Cammy ah, Bell I believe. Easy pickings Jonathan Glenn again He said you have You've stolen that quote From Larry Brown An American I don't even know coach. who Larry Brown is oh, I know you don't go. But you've still googled the uh, Okay I, I googled Larry Brown quotes <laughs> <laughs> You know anyway. you get no credit for, You don't get any credit For anything How are you show? doing With this teaser We're looking for I think it's now The nine players Who Across England and Scotland Have scored five goals In a single game Since 95 You've got Andy Cole Alan Shearer Jermaine Defoe Sergio Aguero Kenny Miller Chris Boyd Marco Negri Right McCoy's no one is nope. he? Right okay Solskjaer Nope <sighs> was, Did he get four in one? Forest Nottingham Forest 99 Nope Robbie Keane Nope Um. Right give us a wee clue One Scottish on. One English We've got to get Have yeah. we? You won, one in England One in one Scotland, in Scotland yeah. None of them are Scottish But yeah Okay um, So they're, they're not Scottish big, big names though Both of them I <laughs> know But I've, I could have given some random five goals In a five. single game That could be anybody uh, Somebody from Celtic Rangers obviously uh, Yeah I'll give you that much Paul Malone has got it By the way The opposition oh. I'll give you the opposition Yeah Right okay Hearts That changes absolutely nothing Does it Absolutely nothing Don't know why I wasted Hearts Our, our time Ce- uh, with Celtic Celtic beat Hearts um, Do you know See if he he's, I know what he's going to do He's going to Someone's told him this And he's going to pretend That he's now pieced it together By right, me saying I'm not, even, I'm not even giving you that <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not <laughs> even Go on, Who do you giving, think it, do you think not, it maybe uh, was It doesn't matter Come Celtic on, beat Hearts Give Hearts, us the name what? I've got to go The usual Larson Harson Sutton no. type thing No None of them Gary Hooper then It's Gary Hooper <laughs> <laughs> This guy's an absolute joke oh, <laughs> he transparent one, Honestly no, Who's gave you that? The same guy that said <laughs> in the inspirational quote Larry Brown Thank you very much <gasps> right, One more to get one Did your pal send you The English no, one didn't. We'll get it before the end uh, of the show What about this? Umar Sadiq Remember him? Oh, Aye. He's not an answer by the way On the teaser yeah. 25 You heard this? No You remember him lot Rangers yeah, yeah, yeah. Played like was, what Once or I, twice I, I was horrible. Cup Semi Aberdeen yeah. Mr. That's right. He's going to Borussia Dortmund For 25 million no. pounds oh, No way No way That's true It shows you Gordon That yeah, you know get on Some clubs Countries uh, the style of football might not suit you because we I watched them that uh, that day at Hamden against Aberdeen, the semi final. Am I correct in that? Yeah. And oh my god, it was terrible. But you're talking about a top team that's prepared to pay twenty five. See, in fairness, fun. the Rangers fans as well. I, I think the majority were of the same opinion that day. They just they thought he was hopeless. They didn't have faith in him. Well, look, he didn't last at the club anyway. So it just shows you how you can turn on your career if you go to that say you go to the right club, bang in a few goals. But that is a huge amount of money to a huge club. 
Mm. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, may- maybe we are too unforgiving. Uh, well, it reminds me of the time I've said before, switch on the World Cup final and Edson Braffite was playing the World Cup final. And not that long before, he'd left the stadium at Hamden because he didn't get put in the squad for the, the semi-final Did against Ross County. He left before the game. <laughs> <laughs> probably the right idea, looking about the rest uh, of he he did did, that I know. He was rage. I, honestly, he was raging because I got put on the bench before him. You would be though, wouldn't you? Because then... I've never been to be so fair, delighted to be on the bench. A couple of months later, when he's in the World Cup <laughs> final, World yeah. I think he's thinking about you. He's probably doing that day. He's, he's sitting in front of the telly. But it shows you. Uh, you look... Listen. Because it's been quite the day. Did you notice this? Uh, now, as of this season, Joe Worrell is going to be an English Premier League captain. He's a yeah. captain of Nottingham Forest. Forest for this season. So maybe we are a bit quick to judge, no? Or have, well, they just, or have these guys just kicked on greatly since they left? Probably. I, no, I, I think, I think yeah. Mark's right in saying, right club... Right sort of environment Right football As in style Sometimes the Scottish style Doesn't Ah come suit. on though Right hold on There needs to be quite a lot to happen For Umar Sadiq to be Ah you know what The right club And he'll be a 25 million Bundesliga well, player That's a lot certainly has happened Because uh, a top club's prepared To pay 25 million So It's obviously You wonder to... The scouting system You wonder if they take it All the way back these games at no, Rangers well, you Here is him so. developing mm. And this is what it was like Yeah because Here's YouTube <laughs> he's he's YouTube real <laughs> three and a half minutes of Sadiq. Oh, he was but, that uh, game. Listen, all credit to yep. lad. He's probably went away, worked very hard at his game, and he's getting the rewards. And yeah. can't grudge, I'm delighted can't for grudge him. anyone nope, that. Not at all. Trajectory, Mark Wilson. Yeah, mm. good luck to him. Yeah, um, right, we're nearly done. Try to think if there's anything else we can squeeze in before we go. That Dundee United game hasn't even kicked off yet, I'm afraid. So we can't give you any updates. It doesn't start until eight o'clock. That one. Oh, on that, I mean, did Calm is Calm a paying customer or is he their media? Oh, he's working. He's working. He's done a shift. Because he told me the other night he was trying for you a ticket and he couldn't in. get one. You can't pay in and then broadcast. It probably oh, some sort of. Oh, so that's his. Does it say on your ticket? Is he putting himself forward? Yeah. He's tried to Can you do that? Is that what it is? I mean, can anybody in the building then just say, um, I support this team, I can't get a ticket, so I'll just do the broadcast? Yeah, but I think he's pulled that card Because he's an he exec bad, producer I thought he was fine oh, I was listening to listen his podcast At the podcast the other day well, He was trying to get the exec producer He's texting me He's texting me Still here if you need me yeah. but I, <laughs> Still here like, Still here if you need me But I know you won't oh, he's, he's, done, he's done that he's one, one. Put him back he's, on again He's one more air time get, get a build up of the atmosphere oh, he's, went, he's went for the chief tosser now He wants to be on air all the time Give us a score prediction uh, I'll go for 2-1 Dundee United I'll go 2-1 Dundee I'm feeling confident two The guy one. in the AZ tracks it next to me is not liking that But 2-1 Dundee United Atmosphere does genuinely oh, sound great so we, can, we can joke all we want yeah. About Tim Henman and all the rest of it But that sounds good He'll be loving it Yeah, no, that's great By the way, Dad's right Very rarely I've seen Tanadice full I mean, I was there a long time So It'll be a special night Hopefully they can perform Get a result Go I think on. they will And are you back tomorrow? Or does yeah. it depend how the result goes? <laughs> if, if it goes badly, you might not see me. But I'll there, be there in body, maybe not in mind. I thought it'd be the opposite. Yeah, I thought it'd be Fat well. Sam's tonight. Fat Sam's, whatever else. <laughs> it's it's Tropicana now, we'll have you. Club know. Tropicana, oh, is has it? it changed? Yeah, it's not Fat Sam's anymore. Mate, you left and everything went down this morning. Ah. Yeah, typical. Right, enjoy your night. Producer Callum is at Tanadice. <laughs> we look forward to reflecting on that game on tomorrow night's show. You've got one more to get on this teaser, you two. So we're looking for one more player who scored five goals in a single game in either Scotland or England <laughs> since 95. 
uh, you've got most of them, haven't you? You've got mm. Cole, Shearer, Defoe, Aguero, Miller, Boyd, Hooper, and Negri. He's got that look in his eye, Gordon. He's La- got- Larry's been on. He's, he's confident. Sorry, that was a bit loud there for you. We're going. Di- we're, we went down the Manchester United road. Right, see, honestly, what? But I don't think just, he just scored cut, five with Manchester cut, cut the United. Nonsense. If you've got this, somebody's told you. No, there you go. No, I've moved. Because you've not. There are some serious, famous goal scorers that you've not named. So if you now quickly go to this guy, this guy was top quality, Berbatov. Thank you, Larry. Good night. Is that right? It is right. Yes, There's no way you. you would have got there for in a million years. You, you, you're standing. I've not even moved. Guy, it was brilliant, but it was not even a it, Manchester United and Tottenham. Yeah, but it wasn't like even a prolific goal scorer. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Have a look at his goal scorer. <laughs> right, thank you, Mark Wilson, Gordon Yell. We're back tomorrow night. Hugh Evans and Cammy Bell, building up to a big weekend and reflecting on a big night in Europe for Dundee United. Thanks as always for your calls and for listening and lots of tweets tonight. We will be back at six. We'll speak to you then. And in the meantime, you can stay right there because Callum Gallagher is up next.